The following program is in no way representative of the high-quality programming usually heard on the Maverick Radio Network. The views expressed and fishing techniques demonstrated are not endorsed by this station. The following is not a news broadcast. Ton. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the five count. Man, oh, man. It's like it feels like a whole new five count. Hey, guess what? If uh, you're wondering why Ton sounds way more like He-Man than he usually does, it's because we got a new board, brah. Yes, we did. That's ridiculous. It's like we're back. Like, well, not back. I mean, we're we're back. We're still here. We're, I mean, I'm still on Ton's lap, but we're doing things a little differently. Yeah, so first I just want to say thank you so very much to everyone who has contributed to the Patreon. Um, we definitely didn't reach our goal at all, but it's okay. We uh, are going ahead. We ordered the board, and it's amazing. We can hear ourselves again finally. We have headphones on right now. We're playing this background music in real time. There's a bunch of stuff that you guys don't even realize we've been doing without for all this time. And it's just amazing. It's so amazing, actually. I'm connected Bluetooth to my phone. I could call people. People could call me. That would be amazing. You mean like back in the day buffet when we used to have like live callers and yes, stuff? And be like, could, hey, how's your mom? How you doing? We could totally do that. We're going to have to launch that on the internet. Watch out for that uh, on Twitter, on Facebook. We'll be talking about that. We can take live calls. We're going to have to do it on Wednesdays. And we'll, we'll call out a time that we plan to be on air. And we could just say, like, hey, what up, ding-dongs? It's time to do the five count. Totally. And you'll be able to call the the usual number, the five count hotline uh, at 519-2030. Is it, it is 507, right? How am I forgetting that? 507-519-2030? Yeah, that's it. Yes, that is the number. You can call that from anywhere. And uh, we should be able to answer it and and have you right on the show live, just like the old days. So if you're wondering, Ty, what I'm doing back here, I'm trying to get up the GoFundMe page so we can give big shout-outs to the people who helped us purchase this fancy He-Man sounding equipment. Please do. Please do that. So big shouts to uh, Leslie Reed. Yes. Nikki Stresselman. Yes. uh, James Mackey. Big time. He's uh, the artist around about town. You know him. He even helped us out a bit with the logo at one point in time. Yeah. Uh, Carla Olson. Oh, Carla. Twitter Lori of Lori Dawn Ceramics. Yes. And Jeff Belter, former Five Count House Band drummer. That's ridiculous. Those are the guys that stepped up big time and said, hey, you know what? 
Uh, Our Saturdays are pretty sucky, and I can't imagine it being any worse. But uh, if Ton were no longer hanging out with me on Saturday nights, I might probably jump off something high and you'd never see me again. Well, please don't do that and be excited that uh, currently we have a new board and we're able to keep doing this show and possibly in a better fashion even. This is amazing. So thank you so much. Welcome to the Five Count. This is another beautiful show. You know what else we got, Ton? No idea. Hot buttons. Yeah, we do. This is ridiculous stuff. Just want you to know that I could hit a rim shot. You could hit a rim shot. That's fine. Hey, uh, this is a big, big show. Oh, my God. This show is so big. Uh, this has been a tons bucket list show. 17 years in the making. Coming up, exclusive interview tonight, about three hours long, with Ton's all-time favorite guitarist, formerly of Stradivarius, Timo Tulki is on the program tonight. Yes, dude. This is something, this is another one of those that maybe you've never heard of that band if you're here in America listening. If you're outside of America, of the, the United States, then you've most likely heard of this band and you're going to be stoked that we've got Timo on the show. This is big time. And let me tell you, I was 100% part of this interview. I know I haven't been on a lot of them over the last year, but I was 100% on this bad boy. And Timo was very open. You're going to want to stay tuned. You're going to want to listen to it if you're a fan of, of Stradivarius. Uh, it's it's really something special. And when Tun says he was 100% part of it, uh, he really means that because I could tell just by the look on his face that I need to just get out of the way. <laughs> so I got the thing hooked up. I said, hey, Timo, how you doing? And then I laid out for the remainder well, because Tun was so stoked. He was rapid firing all these fanboy questions that he's been banking for years and i just said have at it ton we also really connected though i gotta say that ton and timo are heading to the sauna after the show we really connected so i mean it just made sense so this is exciting ton we should probably play some stradivarius and then we can come back and we can talk all about what's going to be happening here in the near future is it just me, or do we sound way better with this? Or is um, it just that we have headphones? You know, finally, my voice is matching my looks. Yes. Which I was too long, I think. Almost yeah. a year's worth of my voice not being as hot as my face. It's amazing. You know, there's like there's like people that get worried about listening to their own voice for whatever reason. Um, I just, you know, when we get in here and we're listening and we've got our own voices right in our ears, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if I love it, but it definitely is way better, and you definitely sound super hot. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Hey, thanks again to everyone who helped us purchase this fine equipment. Uh, yes. If you still wanted to get on the list of people that we really love, I mean, we love all the listeners, but just know that the people who gave us a couple dollars to buy this new equipment, we actually love you a little bit more than just the other people. Just a little bit more. So, and it, it, the Patreon is still going to be open for, a, or excuse me, the GoFundMe will still be open for a short amount of time if you want to get in and still try to help us out. Because we... I'll admit, we didn't get anywhere close to the goal, so we're still paying uh, a hefty amount out of our own pockets and uh, kind of risking our marriages and lives. But that's okay. If you want to help us out or throw us a little bone, we'll keep it open for a little bit longer. Um, Maybe at the next show, I'll give a hard date that it's going to shut down. 
But uh, until then, thank you to everyone who has tried to help us out. Um, quite simply, we just couldn't uh, we couldn't wait any longer. We had to throw it on some plastic and, and call it a day. And I'd just like to say that uh, if you're out there and you want to donate, uh, like, the cost of the board, let's just say, like, send us 500 bucks through GoFundMe. We will name this the Your Name Memorial Board. We could do that. It, the board was actually more than 500 bucks, but if you did do 500, we'll still do that. We'll name the studio after you. Yes. So Floyd beautiful. Shouts, I know you're loaded. You got stimulus money coming. That How about dude. the Billy Floyd Shouts Memorial Studio? Yes. That dude is super loaded. I mean, he's he's like way loaded. He owns his own custard shop, I think. I, I think so. I had read that, I believe. Just throw us a bone, would you? Hey, let's throw you some... Stradivarius. Ton's going to be uh, future shocked because uh, we're going to be talking to Timo Tolki. I'm very excited.
is Mark Price, better known as Skippy from Family Ties, better known by old people. You're listening to The Five Count. I bet we've been together for a million years.
Hi, this is Glenn Hughes, and you're listening to The Five Count.
And we're back. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. I love you. We got new equipment here, Ton. And just like you said off the air, I know it's new equipment, and you're going to want to get on there and push uh-huh. your little buttons and Which be goofing around. And I was like, heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude, I know. I know what's happening here, and I'm okay with it. I'm going along with it. You know what else is weird? I think I talk different when I can hear myself. You sound hunkier. I know that. Do I really? Which is odd because Dude, be like, careful. when I hear you, yeah. I think to myself, could a man sound any hunkier than that? Uh-huh. And the answer is, yeah, I just guess. Like normal, I if Ton just like puts more effort into it, somehow he pulled it off. Oh, yeah. Incredible. That's good to know. Listen, I'm still trying to learn how to work this board and we're both doing it, but uh, I'm glad you're here with us. I'm glad we can have our cool bed music that's like audible. I like it too. Because I always put in that stuff in post and I feel like you probably couldn't even hear it half the time unless you just had like the radio in your car cranked to the point where you'd probably get pulled over. Yeah. Which maybe you did. I don't know. We've been doing a lot of stuff just like without and it's very odd. It feels way better. It feels like we're back. That's the way it feels to me. I kind of want to like build a studio now. Tons back. Can we build a studio? Sure. What the hell? Let's do it. Let's just do it. Got new equipment. Hey, ladies, Tons got new equipment. Oh, yeah. How you doing? It's waiting to be used. Timo Tolki on the program tonight, formerly of Stratovarius. Yeah, which man. Which is Tons' favorite power metal band. There was a stint where I was really crazy about Stratovarius. Um, I, I still enjoy it. It's a really interesting band. And this guy is—he's the the lead guitarist, and at one point was the singer in the band. And you could uh, you could say like, I mean, he was kind of there from the very beginning, that guy. And then there was a few people came and went, but uh, it's it's a great interview, great band, really interesting. You gotta you gotta just stay tuned for it. You have to. I'm glad we were able to make it happen because here's some behind the scenes news of what's going on here. Uh, Ton and I called this guy. It was like 11 o'clock at night, and it was like 6 in the morning in Sweden, right? Yeah. So it's like uh, a lot of ins and a, a couple outs also. Yeah, I, I was not at all uh, feeling confident about that. When you told me that, that he said, like, yeah, no problem. Just do it at 11, and it'll be 6 there. I was like, he's out. He's not going to answer. Or it's not. This is not going to happen. Because we, we've had a lot of those instances. We've had that happen, you know, many times. Eh, a couple hundred, maybe. Yeah, and then, boom, the dude was there, dude. He was, like, he was ready, like, early, and he was stoked. He was happy to see us. You'll hear it on the interview. I guess I don't know how much you all kept in there, but there's, a like, he's, like, showing us pictures of outside. We did a video, so eventually we'll probably put that on, on Patreon, maybe. Yeah. We'll you- see. Maybe we'll talk about that later. It's too late. It's already planned, man. Scheduled. It's already planned. It's going to drop. On Patreon, you could be part of the Patreon. You could see all sorts of stuff like uh, we're talking about now that other people, they don't get to see it or hear it. Yeah, it's man. exclusive to the super fans, associate producers. Yeah, well, of the video, you'll get to see our our uh, our just connection happening in real time. Hey, Tom, I got a text message here, a message that got sent to the Five Count Hotline. 507-519-2030. Oh, man. We still have that in uh, 
in the works, don't we? Like it's still a thing. Like yeah. you can call it. Of course it's a thing. You can call it right up. You can leave a voicemail. I don't know because I get confused with all this fancy new equipment. What's- soon, enough, soon enough, you'll be able to call it and we can answer it for you in real time and just put you on the show and talk with us in real time. Like real radio big shots? Yes. Could we make prank calls? Of course we could. Yeah. Okay, let me know the message. Uh, this is from John in New Alm. He said it looks like the main two bad guys in RoboCop are also in Total Recall. The Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, in case you hadn't heard of that one before. Yeah. Yes, thank you, John. He just wants you to know that. Also, what channel is Origami on? Give up? No idea. Pay-per-view. Pay-per-view. You know, because it's like folding paper and yes. stuff. Yes, what a hilarious like guy. Is Don there a laugh King? track we can give him? Uh, no, I'm afraid I... What do you mean? You forgot which one it is? You can't hear it because it's... I haven't figured it out yet. Did you delete the laugh track? I did because this is a serious program, Tom. There isn't anything funny that? happening here. This is serious business. John from New Alms jokes would beg to differ. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's precisely why we need that laugh track. Now that I think about it, that's the only thing we actually need here. And then you deleted it. Sorry. He also says, what up? What up? Shout Thanks, out John. to John's dad as well. He's... Uh, having some health issues hopefully things uh, get better you're great you're a great man thank you so much yeah thank you ton dude let's just do this should we just do this here no why not because i don't last time you said something like that some things happened that uh-huh. i still have nightmares about let's just here well we'll keep you in suspense okay what does that mean? I don't know. Do we have more music we got to play, or what are we doing? Uh, well, we've got a very lengthy interview with Timo Toki coming up. We yes. also got a five-count mailbag question from Billy Floyd Shouts. Oh, dude, I want to hear that. Uh, it's wrestling-related, pro wrestling, in case you're wondering. I was not wondering, because okay. that's all he asked. But that's Oh, okay. shots fired on shots the brand-new board. Well, dude, the guy is bashing taxi right out in the open. What am I going to do? You think he's going to foot the bill for the Billy Floyd Shouts Memorial Five Count Mobile Studios if you just keep saying things like that? Well, probably not, because he hates my guts anyway. Well, here's what he says, and he still likes me. Christian, the pro wrestler Christian was revealed to be AEW's super-secret game-changing signing to the company at their latest pay-per-view event, the Origami Channel. As a fan of his, I like Captain Charisma's addition to the roster, but was honestly underwhelmed by the announcement. How do you feel about him being a major signing in 2021? Signed, my biggest fan, Billy Floyd Shouts. (laughs) Dusty's biggest fan. Um, real answer? No, he wants you. This is why you guys don't get along. Yeah. He's thinking about it. I think it's a zonk. I think it's a complete zonk. I was going to say don't care. It doesn't doesn't matter to me. I care because I know it's important to Billy Floyd shouts. Yeah. But um, that's a zonk. Super zonker. But who else could it have been? I mean... I don't, yeah, who else indeed? I have no idea. I don't know. Dude, let's just, let's just phone it in. Let's just phone it in. Can you give me some pot, pot me up here on this Bluetooth channel? What's happening? Just pot me up here. Heather. How are you? Heather, can you hear me? (laughs) What are you doing? I am doing so good. This is Heather from Wasika on the five count live. 
Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> Heather, I just wanted to call and say thank you so much for all of the money that you didn't donate to us to help us out for paying for this uh, sweet Rodecaster Pro board that we're using right now. Ouch. So that we can actually call you and have you on the show. Even though you didn't give us any money, you are the first person I wanted to call and I had to do it immediately. Well, I'm glad to help you out. You're so, <laughs> you're such a sweetheart. What are you doing, Heather? I'm hanging out with my kids. Oh, that sounds great. That he, sounds that's wonderful. what I'm doing, too. Ton's kind of yeah. like, he's like my son, in a way. At least I like to think of him <laughs> that's as That's weird. You were calling me ultra mega hunk earlier and how super hot that I sounded now that we have this equipment and that you're having troubles dealing with it. And now I'm like your kid. This is just really He's like my strange. very super handsome hunky son. That is really a chip off the block of the old man, this is, which would be me. This is really turned strange. I'm sorry, Heather. I know this started out thanking you, but now I'm really sorry. So you're liking your new board? I absolutely love it. But I tell you what, Heather, we've got so much stuff happening on this program tonight. I just wanted your voice to be on this show so badly I had to call you. But I think we need to end this call pretty quickly because, number one, you're from Waseca. Number two, you're female. And that is a seriously dangerous combination. I've heard. Yes. <laughs> what does that even mean? We've covered this on the program I don't dust. Oh, Timo of the might, guy from Journey. Yeah, or Timo might like fly from Finland and try to pick up Heather quick. And Heather's married; she doesn't need that kind of business. No, I don't need that kind of business. I mean, what the heck? If the jerkweed from Journey is listening, just mind your business. Yeah, mind your business. <laughs> Heather's a nice woman. Just okay. leave her be. We don't need anyone tainting Heather. <laughs> no worries there. <laughs> So, Heather, say hi to your kids. Actually, can you put us on speakerphone? Hold on. This is Just going see off if the your, rails. if your kids are there. and. Just do you want to say hi? Who am I, who am I speaking with? Hey, Trista. Hi, I'm Trista. Oh, Trista. Hello, this is Tun, or uh, if, if your mom has ever talked about me, I'm sure she hasn't, but we work together. Also, I do this super sweet radio show, and I know everything about you, Trista. Wow. Your mom tells me every single fine detail, every single one. Uh-huh. All good. All right. <laughs> so I just wanted to say hi, and thank you so much, and I think you're fantastic. And you're on the radio. You're on the radio right now. So whatever you say is better be really good. <laughs> She's speechless. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. It doesn't matter what you say. But I'm not kidding about thinking that you're fantastic, which you are. And I think you should know it. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, Don. Got All a right. permit? What's that? You got a permit today. You got your permit? Oh, man. Did you drive your mom around? Yeah. I was a little nervous, but she did pretty good. Yeah. Wow. We're going to have to talk about that tomorrow. I can't hear her barely at all, but that's okay. okay. Trista, I'm happy for you. I'm so proud of you. I'm glad you got your permit. Be careful out there, um, but have fun. And I'll see okay. you next time. All right. You guys have fun the rest of your show. 
All right. Have a good All night, right. Heather. Thank See you, you later. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Congratulations, Trisket. Yes. Her name's Trista. What are you doing? Jeez. Oh, sorry. Well. Trisket. Come on now. <laughs> like the Let's cracker. T- yeah, I know. Like the cracker. She's not a little snack for you to just. All right. Let's, I don't know where you're going with this. Yeah, but I don't want to go We've there. got an exclusive interview. Damn it. Tom. Yeah. Let's do it. It's nine hours long, so we need to get to it. All right. <laughs> I'm excited. From I can't Stradivarius. Wait. Let's do it right Tom's been waiting since he was seven. Yes. Since he was Trisket's age. That's true. Hello, Timo. Yes. I'm here uh, with, with my co-host, Tun. Can you hear him? Yeah, I see you, too. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait. You don't see me. Hello. Hello, Timo. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. Yeah, no doubt. Thanks for, <laughs> yeah. uh, thanks for doing this. This seems yeah, really super early. Not for me. I'm, I'm really jet-lagged still. So. so it's not... Where were you at? Helsinki. Finland. You're in Helsinki now. Yeah. So, um, really quick, talk to me about the the sauna. How do how how do you say sauna properly? Sauna. In sauna. Yeah. You guys say sauna, but it's it's the same. You know. And that is actually that's the only word in Finnish that is actually existing in the world. You know, every really? language except Swedish. Swedish called bastu. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And yeah. how often are you using the sauna? Well, I mean, now I don't have one, but when I had, I, I went like four times a day. Oh, man. Yeah, but that's, that's pretty extreme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty good. What yeah. is the uh, temp there right now? In Fahrenheit, it's minus six. Okay. That's not bad. We've been, we've been that here in Minnesota for quite a while. We've been negative 18 to the highest no. is like negative five, negative six. I, I'm not, I, don't, I don't know. Actually, it's here is minus 20 in Celsius. I don't know the conversion, really. It's fucking okay. cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we get... I show you, you know, how these guys are. Like this. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's exactly what we're dealing with. But you, you get the same kind of weather there, right? Uh, right now, yeah. And we get, okay. about, we get about two weeks of that um, oh, right. negative 20s down to maybe negative 40 sometimes. Yeah. I've and never then, been to and never been to Minnesota, but which part? It's like a north, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, you you have actually been to Minnesota one time because I oh, did really? see you in concert at uh, at a little six. place in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Yes, and you oh, were really? there, and I was right in the front row, and it was completely and totally awesome. Cool. I, I mean, just that want was you like, to know that. I was like four weeks tour or something. Yeah, it was it was small. It was a really uh, small yeah. venue. Yeah. Why, am, why is the name of the venue escaping me right now, Dust? I'm looking over here because Dusty's... It was uh, The Quest. Yeah, The Quest is Quest. what it's called. You know, I always remember we, we were in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan in Canada. There's nothing there. It's like a supermarket, a factory, and a hotel. So yeah. I go to the supermarket. I, I buy myself a shirt. I thought it's a really cool one. Then we go to Los Angeles. So I'm walking at Sunset Strip with this shirt on and everybody's laughing. And I'm like... What's wrong? It was John Deere tractor shirt. <laughs> uh, to, to me, it was like just country boy, and I really loved it. But I didn't know what is John Deere at all. Yeah. You know, first yeah. time in the states. So <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also have to tell you another little uh, little cute thing mm-hmm. before we get started here. Recently, so I have to drive my daughter to daycare every morning. She's three, going to be four on the twenty seventh of this month. 
and we listen to a lot of music and she uh really likes what she calls rock and roll music so she asked me daddy can we listen to rock and roll so i started playing uh your old stradivarius albums uh slowly with her and she absolutely loves it Really? And I told I told her recently when we got this all set up, um, I explained to her the whole thing and I talked about you and I talked mm-hmm. you know to the band, and I and then I told her, Honey Pie, tonight I'm going to talk to the man playing guitar, and even I I have some of the albums where you're singing, and uh, so I explained that to her and she was actually excited. You really did that, Dad? You're <laughs> gonna do that? That's said, cute. Yes, sweetheart, I'm doing cute. that yeah. for you. That's very cute. So my yeah. Sophia will be excited to hear this. Very nice, very nice. Thanks. So uh, just to get started, thank you so much for coming. I, I can't welcome. believe uh, you know you're here at that early time, but we appreciate it. Yeah. Um, this is very cool for me to have you on because I was a huge fan of Stradivarius around um, when you really kind of exploded in the two thousands. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, so I jumped on that bandwagon probably, but I really want to hear from you. Um, can you talk first? We'll get to the this new stuff that you're working on right now, but can you talk yeah. to us a little bit about how you kind of started in music and kind of even what happened as from a kid probably until Stradivarius yeah, yeah. happened? It was, uh, it was, I was, my mother told me I was like three years old when I was like listening to the Beatles already, like dancing around the radio, singing the two songs. So it was, it's really early. And then, you know, it's, it's kind of, you know, I was seven. I was five when I touched the guitar for the first time. It was an acoustic guitar. It was my cousin had it, and I just stroked the strings once, and I I, I memorized the notes. Dun, 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 dun. And then two years after, I got a first my first guitar as a Christmas present, and I could tune it right away by ear. You know. Yeah. I I, re- I memorized. I remember two years after before. You know, I, I I remembered those notes, so it was easy for me. To, to tune it. And then from there on, I just went to the, some guitar school, learned the basic chords, and that's how it started. But then when I was like 14, I heard smoke in the water, and that was bang, right away. You know, right away. So, Man. And, after, and after that, I started um, uh, really learning Blackmore solos and, and, and Deep Purple, Rainbow, you know. I made an OC, all this guy can, you know. Gary Moore, all these, Randy Rose, all these great guitar players, you know. Eddie Van Halen, you know. And you were you were just learning this stuff on your own or like by ear? Yeah, really by own. I mean, and then I did take like two years of lessons, but that was more like jazz, which I absolutely hated. So yeah. Not, not any disrespect to that form of music, but I just didn't like it. You know? Yeah. And well, that's really interesting that you didn't really have any lessons per se because um you are uh, a pretty serious guitar player i would say like your skill level is pretty up there and specifically you have the most ridiculous speed yeah. like you can just attain this speed that's unbelievable but speed is nothing because i was like from 16 to 26 i played eight hours every day yeah. Very systematic, you know, every day. So that's where it comes from. But, you know, every, if I give guitar lessons still, most of the people just want to play fast, you know. But that's that's really nothing. That's just, you know, a lot of practicing. But then if you want to have, like, soul character there, that that is a different thing, you know. Yeah, definitely. That's a really, that's a, so you you got to leave. you got to really know yourself. you can express your feelings through music. And that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm good at, I think. 
Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I would agree. And and that's part of what uh, probably drew me to you guys, because um, I, I have played guitar since a young age, uh, but yeah. I'm, I'm nowhere near what you do. But yeah. I really enjoy guitarists that have this yeah, yeah. this high yeah. skill level, but are also able to express yourself, yes. which I think you do well. Thank you. I think so, too. I mean, it's like really, uh, it's been a long run. I mean, it's like, you know, I'm 54 now, 55 next year. So since seven. 49 yeah amazing (laughs) so then now can you talk to us we kind of left off about high school age or so yeah um did you did you form any other bands or like at what point did we get to starting stradivarius as as you started yeah that was i I had my first band in 82 year 82 and that was called thunder like a cute rainbow clone kind of a band and then I got a call from this Tuomo Malassima, the original drummer of Stratoris, like back in 84. And it was a funny thing because they had like a gig um, planned in, in Denmark. And, and uh, the, the current the guitar player, original guitar player, Staffan, didn't want to do it for whatever there is. And then um, he, he called me and said, you want to do that? I said, sure. But you have to learn the songs in two days. So I learned the songs from the cassette. So... I just learned them and I did go there with them. And, and but my my Stratocaster was stolen and there from the backstage. So I came back with an empty case. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, you know somebody stole it from the backstage. Wow! Mm-hmm. What a what a unfortunate set of circumstance. Yeah, not so nice. You know. And then when did when did you officially start Stradivarius? Well, I joined in '84, but the band was started in '82 by the drummer. Okay. You know, okay, and that, was under that name as early as '82. It was first called Blackwater. Okay, yeah, then, wow, yeah, Blackwater was heavily influenced by Ozzy and Black Sabbath. Yeah, and and the drummer too, I was singing at that time. And when I joined, he was still singing. So I started to sing then, like I think '85. Okay, wow, That's when it's, yeah, yeah. And then what uh, what happened that you you really sort of became like the lead man there and then hired different people you hired <laughs> the other Timo to yeah. start singing yes. was that around like 89 uh, Timo came in 80, 84 uh, 94 oh. 94 oh, wow. like oh, 94, 94 yeah. all that 94 far. yeah 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 that was like in the beginning because i could see that the, the drama Timo he couldn't really sing the stuff i i i heard in my my, my head so I started composing, and at first I tried to mimic the original guitar player stuff, which was pretty weird stuff, and I didn't like it so much. So I, I brought along like my Rainbow and Iron influences, like more simple kind of metal. And then I started to sing, and then we did some demos, and, and I sent them around, and we got the first deal from CBS Finland. And then we were like night in four days. Mm, wow. Four glorious days. Yeah, two days for... For, for recording and two days for mixing. Wow. wow. Yeah. I That's did the vocals crazy. like in six hours. The vocals took like six hours. That's amazing. Yeah. Now, it was not, it's not, was not fun, you know, because it's so quick. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, you almost didn't get to enjoy it. Not really. I mean, I mean, for album was elements and it took like two months. Wow. So, four days. So, I can't recall, you brought in Timo as the singer. Now, did yeah. you bring in um Jorg and Jens at the same time or after? Pretty much like one month after. 
I mean, it was like uh, we had a tour in Japan for Dream Space. That's like a third album of Star Wars. And I just felt I really needed a proper frontman, you know, because being guitar player and the singer, doing that complicated stuff, it's very limiting, especially live. So I really thought I, I, we need, you know, we need a really, really proper good singer, you know. Yeah. And then we just put an ad to a local uh, music magazine and Timo answered. You know. And did you know Timo at all or? No. I didn't. I, I had no idea who it was. And and I know, um, you know, you've had kind of a long, a long, interesting road um, yeah, since then. What is your guys's relationship like? No. Oh, oh, I mean, throughout all of it, I guess. Were you good friends at the time, and did it was it very nice, or what is it now? Even everybody was good friends. You know, I mean, I really like the guy still, I and mean, he's really for me even better than Kiska. I think he's the best power metal vocalist ever. And the stuff we did together, all whatever, 3,000 shows in 52 countries, all the albums we did, I mean, man, I mean, that's really, really cool stuff. And I really respect him, you know, as a person, as a vocalist. We have fans, all of that's, us still. That's, that's great to hear. I know I've seen some interviews um, of people interviewing him, and he always had very pleasant things to say about you yeah. and about the band. Yeah, because he both us. Not from Helsinki, where I'm not. He's like from, uh, he's kind of a northern part. And those people are a li little close, you know. And also humor-wise, humor-wise, because, for example, me and Jens, we had kind of a really weird humor, sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes he couldn't take it. So there were some clashes. But what I what I really respect with Kotipova, he never kissed my ass. Really? He could always just, he always told his opinion if he didn't like the song, if he didn't like the way I produced him. He just, just told me straight away. He told me straight away. That's a cool thing. Yeah, very. So the other two um, had a kind of totally different track records. How did you come upon uh, hiring those two into the band? Well, Jörg Michael I met in Germany because I was mixing a tour with a band called Headhunter while I was playing. And I was like a, a band of Schmier who was like a destruction guy from the band Destruction. So he was doing the bass and vocals. And I mixed it to it. I, I, I really... So that guy's amazing drummer, you know. It was right there, right away. I was I've never seen anybody hit snare so loud. So after the tour I gave him a call because I'm looking for a drummer. So you wanna you know you wanna join the band? And he wanted to hear the demos and I had some songs from episodes around that time already. I sent them to him and then he said, Okay, but I, I, I played Running Wild, which is like a German you know Running Wild? The band. A little bit. Yeah, you know the name. Yeah. So I said, man, I mean, okay, but I mean, you got to choose. I can't let you be the professional level in two bands. And he chose Stratovars, and, and he really loved it. So he came to Finland, bang, bang, we did the episode. Jens was another story, because we put actually an advertisement again to a local magazine saying, we are looking for a keyboard player like Jens Johansson. <laughs> and then I, start, <laughs> then I started to think, why not try to get the guy? I mean, he's Swedish. He's Scandinavian, he's available. So somehow I got his fax number from, from, I think, Burn magazine in Japan. They gave me that, and I faxed him. And he just faxed me back that I was just in Europe, but, you know, why don't you send me the songs? And I did the same, and he really loved the songs. I was thinking, oh, this is going pretty well. Yeah, <laughs> so, of and course. Then he, then he comes to Helsinki, and I, I pick him up at the airport, and... And I could see that this guy's really, really weird. He has a really weird sense of humor. <laughs> I mean, the things he did, the things he did on tour, it was never boring. Well, 
I have uh, I have one of your DVDs that you released, and uh, you know you, it shows some of that stuff <laughs> behind yes. the scenes. You can blowing, you can get an idea. Blowing up toilets, and I mean, he used to have like a crowbar, hand puppet, gas horn <laughs> on tour, and saw. And every backstage we were, he was sawing a piece of wood from a door. <laughs> so at the end of the tour, he had like 50, 60 pieces of wood, which uh, his brother Anders still has. He told me that. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. And, you know, he was like, I mean, it's just out there. Yeah. It was so fun with him because this guy is so intelligent that I think he has to damage things because of that, you know. Yeah. He has to put it somewhere because he told me many times that Timo is so lonely, lonely at the top. Oh, why he would say that to you? He told me that straight. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Now, um, did the two of you do a, a lot of the writing, or how did that, that end up happening? Me and Jens. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Did some songs he did, I, Why Are We Here on Infinity, I think. He wrote some songs. Uh, all the keyboard stuff he wrote himself, all of it. Well, I wrote Black Diamond, that it is mine, and, and some of the songs, some of the that's, stuff I wrote. Such a yeah. great song. Thanks. I mean, some of those I, I did write, but Jens was basically, I, I gave him free hands as a producer because, you know, he's the best. I mean, obviously, he's the best. Yeah. So, would you agree that that, that kind of, that band right there with those guys was, do you think that that's about the best iteration of, of Stradivarius over the years? I don't that, think so. I don't think so. I mean, we felt it. Yeah. We, when we went to the studio with episode, we just, we, we knew it's there. We knew it's gonna. We knew it's gonna hit big time. We just felt it. Wow, I'm. Um, we have a list of questions here, but I'm enjoying yeah, I'm, just I'm, talking I'm to you, you so yeah, much that uh, yeah, I'm getting lost in what I what. Yeah, I know. I it's go. typical for me. You can never really plan it with me, <laughs> which is <laughs> a know. good thing. I, I appreciate it. I like I like free form interviews. You know, so see where it goes. You were really. I mean, how long fully was the Stradivarius run for you? I think I left 2008. So. 84, uh, 2008. You, you, I don't, I'm really bad in math, mathematics. So. Well, it's over, it's over 20 years. Yeah. So, um, what are your thoughts now? What are your thoughts now on all of that? There were some ups and downs. Would you do Maybe. things differently? Yes, some of them, obviously. But, you know, I mean, the stuff, the collective, what it did in music, it's still there. I mean, we put so much energy and love to those albums that, they are very relevant today, I think. Yes. You know, so I and love I, them. Absolutely. And I think you're, you would even, you would even definitely be regarded that, that band that I think is so much you, um, if you, if you understand what I'm saying, like mm -hmm. so much of that band is you coming from you. Um, you guys really are, are a huge part of like melodic, like power metal, like the influence of yeah. great, sort of that genre. Yeah, I mean, with episode, I mean, we we created what I call parmental sound. I mean, everybody wanted that sound. They got in touch with us. They got in touch with Finbox, the studios where we did those albums. Everybody wanted to have that sound. But the sound is it's not a secret, actually. It's just knowing really what you want and what sounds good. And whereas it comes to what I what is Stratovarius, it's all five. I mean... I could never done this same stuff without other, these guys, you know. Never. Cody Brothers, so big part of that sound. Jens, Jörg, Yari, all of those guys. So it's yeah. just match made in heaven, you know. Yes. Yeah, I only, uh, I only wish you guys got to tour the states more, <laughs> more than you did. 
I don't know what happened there because we got a lot of requests, and, and you know, I I don't know. I mean, I really hope we can do something together still, like in three years or so, like what Halloween did. Yeah, Pumpkins United. That would be really cool. Like two lineups, you know, one more album, big tour. I really hope, you know. Yeah, that would be wonderful. So mm-hmm. let's talk about that. Since um, let's talk about some of the things that you've done since since two thousand eight, since Stradivarius. Yeah. There was, well, I did I did two solo albums, three actually. I did classical variations, other themes, Hymn to Life, and and Sada Warrior of Life. It's like a kind of a almost like electronic stuff, no guitars. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Did you do then, it all on, on keyboards? Yeah, there's, there's live drums and, and live vocals, but other than that, it, it's, it's samples and keyboards. And you can find it on YouTube at some of those songs. Okay. And then I had this Revolution Renaissance, which was like the, uh, I think, was New Era. And this we tried to record with Strata guys, but it just didn't work out. I mean, I remember trying to edit the drums for one week, which is for Jerk, really weird. I couldn't get it together. And then we just sat down and said, look, it's, it's not working. I mean, you reach, when you reach the top, like we did with Elements, I think, mm-hmm. there was nowhere to go. So then we just, I just, look, guys, I mean, let's go separate ways. You do your stuff, I do mine, I gave them the rights to the name, and that's it. And then the Revolution Renaissance, it has Michael Kiske, it has Tobias Summit, you know. I think it's a really cool record. And then I, had, I, I made two Revolution Renaissance with Brazilians, like uh, Trinity and, and Age of Aquarius. Then I had, uh, I got Symphonia with Andre Matos and uh, Avalons. Yes. So it's, it's a tr- is it a trio of Avalon albums? Yeah, but now comes number four, which is ready. Okay. It's ready and That's... mixed. It's ready and mixed. And there is um, there are some really big names I can tell you now to, as a vocalist. But it's, it's a re- I heard it like about a week ago, and it's really cool. And then they want to do number five too from this. Oh wow! So, yeah. So you're definitely uh, you're definitely staying busy and productive. Yeah, I'm, I like to do that. I mean, music is my whole life. It's really what what I do. I mean, it's in all levels. You know, that's what I do. Dust, I feel like I'm stealing the show here. <laughs> no, I'm just, uh, I'm enjoying it here. You guys are, are getting into it. <laughs> I want to ask, actually, um, you have a daughter. I heard that she's a singer as well. That's pretty cool for you, I'm sure, as a father. Could you see you guys maybe uh, doing something down the road? Yeah, I would love to do a record with her. I mean, she's kind of a pop singer. And, and I would like to do an album with the Finnish language, which I think she could hit a big time. She had kind of a hard life, and I think she could, it's a survival story, like mine, pretty much. So I think she could really do some really cool stuff. I just met her yesterday. And we've been talking about that. So I, I see it happening, actually, in the future, for sure. That would be very cool. How old is she? 32. 32. Yeah, uh, Sophia has got a ways to, to catch up there. <laughs> yeah, got to work out, man. It's a, yeah. it's a long road. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so... When can we expect the new album coming out? Avalon's, I think it's going to come. I don't know exactly, but I, I think in June, you know. Okay. I think they want me to fly to Italy now to, to make a video as well. So. And now will there be a tour with this? Well, we never, tour, kind of- we, we never toured with Avalon. You know, I think it could be done. I think I would like to get Russell from Symphony X, you know, maybe Ellis Rude. That would be really cool to do those songs live because there are, there are some really cool songs in there. You know? 
since the first. And the first is the best for me. Maybe the new one, new one is even better. Yeah. Uh, well, it'd be great to, to see you hit the road again. And uh, it would be really wonderful, even if you did, if you made the Stradivarius thing happen in the future, whatever. I, 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 mean, I really hope so. I mean, they know this. I, I've talked to them. And Jörg Michael is now Stradivarius manager. Oh, wow. So, okay. Yeah, and we are really, I, I saw him. I saw him, like I met him. And, and we did like a YouTube, uh, there's an interview. It's this Wayne Noon podcast. I don't know if you know that, but it's there. So you can, it's really cool thing to talk about all this stuff with it together yes. with Jörg. You know. It would be wonderful. What is the name of the podcast again? It's called it's called Rat Salad Review. Okay, I'll look for it. Yeah, yeah, you, you can see it. it's like two hours. Me and Jörg. That that you could know. be fun. I've yeah. seen some other interviews of Jörg talking, and and um, I really thought it was funny. And one of them, he was just talking about uh, just the difficulties of some of the speed of some of the songs. I mean, like. Uh, that to play Millennium easy, again no, or something no, for him would no, be... No, it was easy for this guy. I mean, he was a monster. Yeah, <laughs> he was a monster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, I he was talking about that. it now yeah. as as an older yeah, now, guy. Yeah, now, I mean, I think it's a bit out of shape because he hasn't been playing, <laughs> but those yeah. days he could play six minutes of constant high-speed kick drums. With no yeah. problem. He, he recorded most of the albums in one day. One day. That's insane. Yeah. That guy was a monster for sure. Yeah, and I, could, I saw him sometimes breaking sticks because he hit so loud. And I remember in Athens, Greece, we were playing Eternity, and, and, and I could see him breaking one stick, taking another stick and breaking it again. So two <laughs> sticks in a row. And wow. he, he, he had this habit to throw sticks to the audience. So many times he hit me in the back. I'm like playing, like, I hear like, I'm playing like, what the yeah. fuck? You know, stuff like that, you know. <laughs> so, oh, that's you know, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And he had this... He was a real showman, you know. He was a real For showman. Sure. Yeah, very fun to watch and to play with. I was wondering, um, where was kind of your favorite areas to play? And were there any big differences, depending on what countries you're in, between fans and... Yeah, I mean, South America, obviously, is the wildest. I mean, when we went there back in 97, Visions, we didn't know what to expect. And then we find these three and 4,000 crowds, you know, singing our songs, lyrics, and they're like, floored. And I remember when we went to Brazil for the first time to a city called Recife, which is a beach city, uh, a festival at the beach. So uh, we go there, we don't see the stage, okay? So like, where is the, where, where is the show? And they were building a stage. We had hammering. And we were like supposed to go on stage like 11 in the, mo- in the night, evening, and we ended up going 4 a.m. And and Andre Matos was there saying, ah, it's Brazil, it's nothing, you know, it's normal here. And so I was playing Will Sunrise when the sun was actually rising in the Pacific Ocean. So that's one of the key, really coolest things in my career. You know, I'm playing Will the Sunrise when the sun is rising. Yes, wow. I can't even imagine. It would be amazing even to just be there. Yeah, it was amazing. I mean, those, I mean, Sao Paulo, 7,000 people, you know. I mean, the thing is, you feel the energy, man. It's like it comes to you. You feel it. You really feel it. You play two hours of that, that parmental stuff. And then you go to a hotel room and you're like, nothing there. Yeah. So, so the difference between the show and, and the hotel room is, is, is so huge, you know. But I got to tell you that I never really considered Stratowars as a power metal band because we had like ballads, season of change, coming home. It's not power metal at all to me. So I don't know what it is still, you know, and I don't care. I don't label things anywhere. So, yeah, you know, that's I a good way to be. 
I think so. It's, for me, it's just music. Yeah. yeah, it's wonderful music. Thank you. And, and in my experience, sharing it with others, many different people appreciate it in completely different ways. So I, I think it's fantastic. Um, you talked about that um, that difference between being on stage and then going back into the hotel. I think that's a thing that um, a lot of musicians don't really talk about all that that much yeah um was that really difficult to deal with um it can be does that take a toll on you after time it did take a toll i mean it was a time when they're like when 100 people tell you you're god or my soul whatever every day you kind of start believing that you know and then you know that you're really not you know you're just i am pretty normal guy well i'm a weirdo but pretty normal and you know it's kind of a like Frank Zappa said, that you gotta call home every day to keep sane, you know, or from the road. Yeah. And you know, in Europe, like what the tours we did, we we lived in a bus for six weeks, a nice bus, but still, we had fifteen guys sleeping in the same bus, yeah, you know, with dirty tennis socks and stuff. So, you know, and really we of course, close quarters. yeah, yeah, and of course we had like uh, off days in the hotel, but most of us slept in the bus. You know. And Crazy. you can see in this Infinite Vision studio, there's some parts when James is like, mm. you know, yeah. that's what that happens to you when you live six yeah. weeks in the bus. So, wow. But, well, you know, I loved, I loved, the, I loved the days, back the old days. I, I love all of them. And to me, Infinity was really the coolest tour. That was like 70 dates around the globe tour. Uh, yeah, amazing. Like three, three months, really cool. So. Wonderful. Yeah, I have to. I have to ask this. There was like a, a strange period where some things were happening. I remember, yeah. like a like a talk a thing with you being stabbed, and I've heard both yeah. ways that it was that it was real, that it was publicity. Can you speak to any of that stuff at all? Well, it was not a real thing. I mean, it was a stunt. It was like I was not feeling very well. I think I was manic because I'm bipolar. I mean, I haven't been really like five to six years now. I'm really in the middle. And I don't, I don't take any meds, but I was diagnosed back in 2004. And um, it was like, I had this idea that uh, we hire a female singer, you know. And so we hired, but she never sang a note, which just, you know, facade. Mm-hmm. And then it's, I, I like um, orchestrated, I, it was like a Hollywood script, it was weekly, what was going to happen, you know. And those stabbing pictures that maybe are still in the net, were fake in Helsinki. It was a friend of mine, like a makeup artist, all of it. And we did get attention a lot, you know. It did. But what I didn't expect was that I couldn't take it, you know. So I really collapsed. I had like a nervous breakdown. In many ways, I had to, because when you are neurotic, when the structure is neurotic, it, it kind of had to break down so you can build up a new thing, you know, healthy one. Yeah. And I remember, like, Jens was really into that. <laughs> he was really over the top. Yes. Let's do this, let's do that, you know. And, you know, but Jörg Kotipelka was really against it. He was, he, I could see that because this guy is like so pure, you know, artist. So he hated it, but he went along the way, you know. Mm. And then I, I think that actually broke up the band in the end because it's a, it's a false thing. It's a lie, you know. And yeah. if, if it's a lie, it's going to break down. You know yeah. That's that's really interesting because that was going to be my my next question is if the rest of the band knew about it you know and everything around Every, everybody everybody else, of course was in it even the record company yeah wow uh, Sanctuary Sanctuary was in it completely you know 
They they were the ones actually who uh, mailed the uh, the photos to the press. So I also want to say that um, I can remember actually quite vividly reading some article, and I think I think it maybe even was Dusty who brought it to my attention back in the day. W- w- there was something that came out that you did um, have some sort of a mental breakdown, or there was something something yeah. where you weren't doing well mentally. And um, I can tell you that I even remember that. I remember that now very vividly and actually feeling I felt sad and was worried at that time even for you because I was. Many many, many people were worried. Many people were worried. I mean, it was like a classic nervous breakdown. You know, I went to hospital for like four days, I think, and they got me into tranquilizers and I was diagnosed. And, you know, I went to therapy. I went to therapy seven years before that, actually. Because I, I saw some things I guess I shouldn't have seen, like my father's suicide, stuff like mm-hmm. that, you know. I was 12, so it's it, it's going to come out, and it did, you know. Yeah. So you gotta, you got to sort of relive those feelings and experiences through a life incident, sort of, you know. And today I'm happy because I, I, I have... I can't say that it's been like boring, you know. I li- I like it because I'm an artist fully, hundred percent, you know. And I like to think that all these experiences I needed to be the man I'm today. Absolutely, Timo. I just want to say thank you so much uh, for being on here with us and and being Anytime. open about that stuff. That's really Anytime. amazing. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, you gotta be. It's not yeah. very often that you get someone as transparent as yourself. So yeah, I really yeah, appreciate yeah. it. The thing is that where I'm really naked is my songs and my lyrics. You know, it's my, my whole being is there. You can you can get to know me, but of course, there was a time when you do thousands of interviews, you get kind of bored, and my sense of humor got me into trouble so many times. So <laughs> a lot of people who are criticizing me, they don't really know at all who I am. You know, yeah, they would really meet me face to face or even online. I think it would be okay, you know, because I'm a good guy. I'm a super honest these days. You know, I would never do anything like a stunt ever. Mm-hmm. But even that has to sort of happen, you know, because without that, we wouldn't have the fantastic Stratovars as it is today, you know. And you know, when I, whenever I post something in my Facebook about like unbreakable song there or something, which I think is a fantastic song, or Matthias, the current guitar player, who's a really cool guy, um, and I'm gonna meet Laura Porro, the bass player, one of these days here. I mean, people are like, how can you do it? You know, and I'm, because I love the guys. I wish them all the best. I support them. I really love the, their songs. I love the fact that they are developing the band, you know, not that they have to do the Paradise of Black Diamond again, which is their one for me still. But yeah. I, can't, I can't do it, you know, it's already been done. Yeah. So, you know, so I'm a happy camper these days, except that it's so cold in here. Yeah. Because you know? <laughs> I've, been, I've been on this Mexican trip for more than a year now. And these guys oh. are like really hot, even the wind. Yeah. They call winter like plus 28 Celsius. And that's your winter? Yeah. You know, <laughs> go to Finland, then you know what's winter, you know. Totally. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm kind yeah. of uh, I'm kind of tethered in here. Let's see if I can make it happen. I'm yeah. Gonna, I was going to show you ours, what we're dealing with. Please. Yeah, that's an interesting. Oh, it's like Finland. Snow, yeah. I'm impressed. Where we're at, but, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're the same thing. Yeah, let's. Um, I think it's getting a little bit late for us, and we both have young children that need to go places early in the morning. So I, I want to say, kids to sleep. Yeah, I want to say again, Timo, thank you so much. It's been a You're real welcome. pleasure having you on. Oh, um, thank you. 
anything else that you want to put out there right now? Any website we should check out? The album Actually, when it's going to yeah, drop? Yeah, there's... Uh, I'm kind of developing my YouTube channel. It's like Timothy official YouTube channel. And I'm going to have there like a, is that there's already almost all my videos that I did, but there's going to be a lot of guitar things like tutorials and stuff. So, you know, I'm just, I wrote, I recorded like 21 riffs in, in Guadalajara, which I was like two days ago already. I came here. So that's going to be, some of it will be there, some soloing, some tips. Also, I'm really reachable by email. So, you know, you can put it out. It's, it's, not, it's never been a secret. So whoever wants to write me, I always answer. Sometimes it takes a week or something, but I always answer to everyone. Because for me, this is, you're like a servant, you know, because I got so much from this life as a musician that I got to pass it on, you know. So I'm available. You can write to me. Amazing. And you, and you guys, you know, whenever I get the Avalon promo, so I can send it to you and you can listen to it, so... That'd be great. No, no we love it. new friends there, so we gotta we can keep in touch and stuff and like that. Yeah, that'd I mean, be fantastic. If you use WhatsApp, you can you can get my number, but you guys don't use WhatsApp. Well, so. we just don't normally, but I would happily download WhatsApp and put it on my phone. Yeah, I can we'll, send it to you. We'll get that figured out. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, we can keep in touch, and I'm a funny guy, so I, I can send you a lot of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. Yeah. awesome. Well, thank you so much. Uh, I will get what's up and we'll figure that out. And um, Both of you. Both of you get what's yeah. up. Yeah. Hook it up. And yes, we'll have everyone that we know check out the Timo uh, YouTube page. That'll be amazing. Yeah. It's official Timo Talk YouTube channel. That's how you find it. Awesome. Well, it's, again, it's thank wi- you so wi- Wings in there, like me in the middle and wings. Okay. We'll, find wings. we'll link it out there for you. Thank you, man. All well, the best. Thank you so all much. Your kids and wives and all, and you know, take care of yourself in these crazy times. Yes, you too. I'm yeah. glad to see you healthy. I'm really good. Thank you. It's wonderful. Actually, I really want to just like I'm gonna have to just get with you on WhatsApp because I've been wanting to plan some kind of trip, and I've oh. thought about Helsinki many times. We'll see where this goes. Yeah, we'll yeah, see we'll where see. this goes, Timo. <laughs> Life is an adventure, so you gotta enjoy every day. Yes, it is. Okay, it's been wonderful talking with you. I hope a good day. It's been great uh, speaking with you today. Thank you so much for working with us. Thank you. Thank you so much. Good night, guys. All right. You too. <laughs> See good you morning. Soon. <laughs> <laughs> good morning. Bye bye.
Hey, this is George Lynch from Dockin', Lynch Mob, KXM, The Infidels, a whole bunch of other bands. You're listening to The Five Count.
Hi, this is Kurt Vander from Metal Church, and you're listening to The Five Count.
That was a black diamond ton. Awesome. Stratovarius. I really like that song. Welcome back to the five count. What a great interview that was. That was Timo Toki from Stratovarius. Really formerly cool. Formerly of. Soon to be again. Really nice guy. I'm... I was excited that he was so open about some of those things. I, I, that was just, that was awesome. I'm sure it came through in the interview. Well, I'm glad it all worked out, Ton. This is one of those days when I'm just so excited to make your dreams come true. Thank you so much. Ton, uh, we don't have a whole lot of time left in the show because you and Timo were just talking up a sauna. Yeah. For how long was that? A good two and a half hours. It was a long time, and I also got carried away talking to Heather earlier, but I, you know, I'm going to say it's all fully worth it. If you're Completely. just joining us, this is the five count, and we've got brand new professional sounding equipment. We sound like we're on uh, that classic rock station deep at the top. Deep at the top. And we can play Leonard Skinner's Give Me Back My Bullets. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know, I said that to somebody at work recently. I was I, I was just joking around and we went by something and I don't even know how it happened but all of a sudden I was like yeah man let's go deep to the top of this one and they he immediately thought I said deep to the top and he's like what you want to go deep to the top with what and I was like no 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 and he started just yelling it at the top of his lungs there's women around and I'm like would you just calm down I'm just talking radio speak deep at the top you work with some real wackadoos i do really it's true it wasn't heather that this happened with ton um let's talk about something else if you don't mind yes i'm thinking like you know if we had a chance to go back in time and uh, rehash things that might have happened you know like roughly 10 years ago how would you feel about that i would love it so much that's great because this is the part of the program where we go back 10 years in five count history awesome you can tell by the music that changed there see it was something and now it's something else yes i know i think everyone knows that by now well i'm just excited because we've got this new board yeah we're soon gonna name after somebody who drops some serious money on our gofundme page yeah suddenly we can tell that it's 10 years ago in five count history there is uh, still a chance for you to get on the on the bandwagon there's one slot open you could be the hero you could be the Caller One Memorial Studio. Ah, think you really it. could. We'll make like a plaque and everything that goes right on this board. Speaking of plaque, ton, I got a lot on my teeth and I got a lot on my mind here. <laughs> maybe you should brush. Well, uh, maybe we should brush up on what was happening 10 years ago. Good plan. March 12, 2011. It was me and you, ton, and an exclusive interview with... Road Warrior Animal. Oh, yeah. The late great. Nice. Sadly, he passed away in the interim, but um, 10 years ago, we were on with Road Warrior Animal. You know him. I WWE do. WWE Hall of Famer. Legion of Doom. Yeah, man. Him and Hawk. It was awesome. Paul Ellering. It was a good, good interview. Uh, he was, uh, I think he had a book out around that time. Right? Yeah. It's very possible. Because I met him at the bookstore. He did like a book signing and I met him. Okay. I was like, hey, I was that guy that interviewed you on the five count. He's like, yeah, so. <laughs> and then he gave me the yeah, so, doomsday device and I oh, dude. cracked three vertebrae. Wow. Yeah. Well, luckily he signed my book first. Yeah. It's amazing how much you've re- recovered. Oh, what a rush. Wow. So that was 10 years ago, Ton. Me, you, and Road Warrior Animal. Awesome. That guy was a real deal. 
I was a huge fan when I was a kid. I even dressed up as uh, one of the Road Warriors for the uh, St. Peter Tot Lot Parade. Oh, the Tot Lot. I think I got pictures of it somewhere. That sounds fun. Because they were AWA champs. I was all about it. Me and my grandpa watching the Road Warriors and Sergeant Slaughter. That makes sense, being all about it. Nick Bockwinkle. Why wouldn't you be? Tons like the Nick Bockwinkle of public radio. Am I really? Think about it. Hmm. Not that long. We don't have a lot of time to think about it. But. Yeah. <laughs> so what else happened? Uh, what did we play? Uh, we played a lot of stuff uh, that was wrestling related. Hmm. Played Iron Man, because that's what they used to come out to back in the day before yeah. they couldn't use copyrighted music. Played the Wrestle Rock Rumble. Nice. You remember that? Yeah, dude, of course. You can't... I mean, that's probably the best song uh, that I can think of featuring the rapping stylings of Larry Sabisco. <laughs> Possibly the only song. Yeah, off yeah. the top of my head. I think so, yeah. But uh, that was 10 years ago, Ton. Awesome. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, it sounds like a good time. Yeah, and we're back. Oh, yeah. I'll work on that. Yeah, you will. What have do you want to. me to do? It's brand new stuff. I don't know. I don't know what I want you to do. I want perfection. That's what I want. Ton, I haven't run a board in like three years. Well, I gave you the option for me to run it, but you know. Well, you look pretty relaxed. I'd hate to, you to burden be, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fine. We can always trade off. We can try it another time. No, I like awesome. to be in control. You I know, know you that. Do. Both know. on the board and off. Uh-huh. That's how I work. <laughs> Oh, well, I'm glad this gives you that feeling back. Thanks. Thank you so much. You've been watching me hit and record with the mouse button for a year now. Wait, have we been recording? Is this on the air? I mean, I hope it is. Can you see us? I can't see you at all. I mean, I know we're in the same room and stuff. You're looking right at me. I don't know why we got to do with the lights off all the time. It's something weird with you. Just makes me feel sexier. Oh, good. I mean, I want you to feel that way. It's your destiny, Ton. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh man this you know, has been a really great show thanks i said that because we're gonna play a song yeah called destiny i love that idea by stradivarius that's a good song now hopefully you are uh maybe you weren't at first but now as we're nearing the end of this program you probably are a big fan and soon to be connoisseur of swedish power metal yeah i think so you can uh, thank ton for that one finnish power metal finish yeah i'm not finished yet ton they're from Helsinki, Finland. Yes, I know, but I get my uh, European countries mixed up sometimes because yeah. I'm an idiot. The the two main dudes at the time of, of all this music you're listening to is Timo Tolki, who we had in this program tonight, and then Timo Kotapelta, which both are from Helsinki, Finland. But the other guys are from various, various countries. I think oh, yeah. one was German. Of the main core of the group, one was German. I forget where Jens Johansson was from. Uh, Judson, I think. No, that's me. Oh, yeah. I get you guys mixed up. Bummer. All right, Ton. Uh, I thought I said it was your density, so let's just get moving here. Let's do it.
That's right, Ton, I do, because we're back. Oh, yeah. Hey, guess what? The show's over pretty much now, because, you know, that's how it rolls when we're in Helsinki, Finland with Ton. Yes. And his new friend, Timo Toki. I got to shut this off, Ton, and I got to tell you that um, they push this button. It's kind of like that game, Simon. Yeah. When you're like, you just keep I push it. a button, and then it's time to go. Yeah. Wow. Sorry about that. And they're colorful buttons, too. Yeah. That's well, amazing. you're a colorful fella, Ton. Thank you so much. Hey, um, that was Timo Toki. He's online and YouTube and all over the place, WhatsApp and stuff, so you can hang out with him and hang out with Ton. Yeah, you totally can do that. Thank you so much. This has been The Five Count. You're going to want to go to thefivecount.com, check out everything we have to offer, which is a lot. Go to TeePublic, go to the Patreon link, go to YouTube. That is really where you're going to want to be. You're going to want to check out The Five Count Co-op, which is a show that we do on YouTube where we play old NES games and be completely ridiculous. And while you're on Patreon, for only $1 a month, for only $1 a month, you can get all of it early access with additional content that's never aired here. Specifically, a beautiful thing called The Five Count at the Movies. Yeah. Lots of bonus stuff for you. Do it, man. What are you waiting for? I don't know what you're waiting for. Also, the offer still stands. If anybody wants to send us uh, copious amounts of cash for this uh, sweet new board that we picked up, we will put a nice, beautiful brass plaque on there with your name plastered right on it. Yeah. It'd be awesome. This is great, Tom. We're back. We're finally back. We are. It feels so good. I haven't heard this outro music for literally like a year or more. Hey, go to Lori Don Ceramics and buy the five-count medallion. Yes, do that. You'll look like a real cool dude. Yeah, you will, actually. Ton, speaking of cool dudes. Yes, Guess dust. what I found out? There's a programming schedule change. Really? They moved Afropop. So you know what we're the lead-in for now? What? The True Punks do Electro. Once again. Oh, it's great to be back, baby. Wow. That's the end of the show, and guess what I get to say for the first time in years? Here's the true punks.